Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world's bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book The Power of Full Engagement, Managing Energy Not Time is the Key to High Performance and Personal Renewal. In the age of digital communication, life is fast-paced. More and more tasks threaten to overwhelm us. Super-efficiency has become everyone's goal to deal with all the different matters of life and work. Instead of sitting down to enjoy a nutritious lunch to save time, we grab a takeaway and eat it on the go. We use our phones to record schedules and to-do lists and plaster our desks with post-it memos. We are always racing against the clock, learning time management techniques and trying them out, hoping to cram more achievements into limited periods of time. However, over the long term, various negative effects have crept in. We feel increasingly tired, and it makes us irritable and difficult to concentrate. Given this situation, many people may start to reflect and realize that they have a time management problem. Fortunately, this book will revolutionize the way we understand the basis of efficient performance. It tells us that efficient performance is founded on the management, not of time but of energy. Skillful energy management is the key to achieving efficiency, health, and happiness. The book has joint authors. Jim Lower is a psychologist and a member of the American Psychological Association. He has worked with top talents from sports, medicine, law, business, and other fields to help them break through their bottlenecks and achieve lasting performance efficiency. Moreover, the training system for energy management he proposed has gained worldwide recognition. Tony Schwartz is the CEO and president of the Energy Project. He was also a reporter of the New York Times, editor at Newsweek, staff writer at Esquire, and columnist for Fast Company. Lower and Schwartz collaborated with professional athletes. Drawing on this experience, they formulated a whole set of related theories and methods of energy management. They also introduced their method into other areas of life that demand efficiency. For example, they have helped entrepreneurs, corporate executives, managers, salespeople, teachers, lawyers, and many others break away from normal thinking patterns and lifestyle habits to achieve new efficiency. Next, we will unlock this book in three consecutive parts. Part 1. What is energy management? Part 2. What are the sources of energy? Part 3. How to manage energy? The subject of energy may strike you as being a bit abstract. It is not something that crosses the minds of many people in everyday life. However on reflection, it doesn't take long for us to realize that everything we do every day requires energy. Be it interacting with our colleagues, spending time with family, or even little things as trivial as getting dressed and eating. However, as we don't know much about energy, we often tend to ignore it. Maybe you have had a similar experience? You schedule your full day's work in advance, but by noon you start to feel lethargic and you have to scrap that original plan. Or you use your phone to set a reminder for your partner's birthday, yet when you arrive home with your lovely gift, you are too exhausted, not in the mood to celebrate. Obviously, if we don't have enough energy, everything we do will fall flat. This book's authors highlight that we become fully engaged and maintain our best performance only by effective energy management. The management of energy is fundamental to achieving optimum efficiency. 
In fact, the concept of energy management does not spring from nowhere. The author's research on energy management started with a particular profession, athletics. Over 30 years, cooperating with the world's top athletes, they found that to achieve good results, professional athletes rigorously plan a daily routine and strictly adhere to their energy management procedures. These concern aspects such as eating and sleeping, training and relaxing, concentration, and so on. Through observing and studying the athlete's energy management techniques, the authors put forward this book's four principles of energy management. Principle 1. Complete engagement. This necessitates drawing on four separate but related sources of energy, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. We all know that the human body is a complex system. Therefore, to achieve full engagement, we must work on different aspects simultaneously. Full engagement demands physical energy, emotional connection, mental focus, and the spirit to drive for long-term benefit. Each dynamic is essential, and their interrelationship is significant. For physical energy and emotional energy, physical energy is conceived in terms of capacity measured by quantity, low to high. Emotional capacity takes the form of qualities gauged between negative and positive. When our capacity for physical activity is low, our emotional capacity will be negative, leading to feelings of frustration. By contrast, the more vigorous we feel, indicating a high physical energy capacity, the more positive our emotional capacity will be. We will feel confident, happier, and more able to confront challenges. As a result, our performance will naturally be more efficient. Principle 2. Training our capacity. To build capacity, we must train in the same systematic way that elite athletes do to push beyond our normal limits. Anyone with bodybuilding experience will surely notice that muscles can be toned by regularly putting them under pressure. While working out, if we quit the moment we feel uncomfortable, our muscles won't get any stronger. We must use the same training approach to develop emotional, mental, and spiritual energy. Straining is not a bad thing, it is important. We will only extend all our energies if we push their limits and keep pushing them. Principle 3. Establishing Positive Rituals For full engagement and sustained high performance, rigorous routines for energy management are the key. Our willpower is far weaker than we imagine. Making changes is not going to be easy. To make a real difference, we need to turn energy management into a habit. Habits will tie us to a certain course and reduce the negative effect of failing spirits. Certain habits such as brushing our teeth, we initiate and practice spontaneously and effortlessly without having to exercise any willpower. Principle 4. We must balance our program of energy expenditure intermittently with a regime of energy renewal because energy diminishes if either over or under-exercised. Most of us may feel that our energy is always on tap, so we allow all sorts of needs to draw from our supply. However, if we always do the same thing, namely expending far more energy than we can recover or recovering more than we expend, we will end up becoming dissipated, not progressing, losing our passion, and even getting sick. Regarding this point, the authors repeatedly emphasize that energy management requires a balance maintained between labor and recuperation. This concept was first proposed in a training manual for ancient Greek athletes. The writer found that alternating rest and exercise achieved optimal performance. Broadly speaking, 
This activity and rest pattern follows our circadian rhythms. Studies show that our brains have a basic rest activity cycle of 90 to 120 minutes whether in a sleeping or working mode. This cycle governs the ebb and flow of our daily energy. For example, after working for 90 to 120 minutes, you may feel tired. At this point, your body perhaps will send out signals, such as yawning, stretching, finding difficulty concentrating, and so on. These signs are actually your body reminding you to pause to regain energy. If we relentlessly force ourselves to expend energy continuously, it will lead to burnout and breakdown. Now, many people may respond and say then I will rest more so I won't get exhausted. However, is this the answer? Although the authors argue that excessive energy expenditure without sufficient recovery can result in burnout, they also suggest hoarding more energy than the body consumes can lead to weakness and atrophy. It sounds a bit abstract, let's consider an example. Usually, we need to wear a plaster cast when our arm is injured. It protects the wounded arm from overuse and helps recovery. However, if the arm is wrapped in the cast for a prolonged period, because of underuse the arm muscles will become weaker or even atrophied. Therefore, just as our body needs proper relaxation, it's also vital to balance expenditure and conservation of energy. In the first section, we've learned about energy management, the foundation of peak performance. There are four principles of energy management. The first principle is the full engagement of all four separate but related sources of energy, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. The second principle is capacity building, training in the same systematic way as elite athletes to push beyond our limits. The third principle involves positive energy rituals. Sustained routines are the key to total engagement and maintaining high performance. And the fourth principle is balance. Energy capacity diminishes both with overuse and underuse. We must balance energy expenditure with intermittent energy renewal. With this knowledge, we grasp the importance of maintaining the correct balance of rest and work. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.